Hi, welcome to episode 9 of my Productivity Matters podcast. I'm Julian, your host for this podcast, and on this episode I'm going to take a look at online photo storage and some of the various options available to you, coming up after this intro jingle. If you're over 30, you probably remember taking cartridges of film from the Instamatic camera that you had, or the 35mm rolls from your SLR, to a local chemist to have the pictures developed. You'll remember receiving an envelope with a print of each photo, along with the strips of the negatives. Some of the pictures may even have had stickers on them, advising of low light or being blurry. You then put the packets of photos in a box, and every now and then would retrieve them and reminisce. Some of the photos may have made it into an album, particularly when relating to an event like a wedding or a family holiday. Over time, the advent of digital photography has taken the place of physical film, and we started using compact flashcards or SD cards to store the pictures. All of that changed in the not-too-distant past with the advent of cameras on mobile phones. They say that the best camera you own is the one that you have with you. With a mobile phone, that means you always have a camera with you. Today, the the top-of-the-range mobile phones really do provide quality of images that rivals those captured on traditional cameras. Since these are then available to post online and share with friends and family almost instantly, the camera on the phone is usually a selling point of a device. Higher density of pixels and the ability to capture in low light along with the cameras on both sides of the phone, yes, the blessed selfie was born, has led to a whole new industry. However, there is one downside of all this technology. The printing of photos is now the exception rather than the norm. As there is no film to purchase and have developed, the cost of taking photos has diminished to almost nothing. There are no processing costs to be able to see the pictures, so it means we can take many more photos. Rather than frame the subject and take a couple of shots, we now have the ability to take tens of pictures and then choose the favourite. Or do we? Do we choose? Or do we delete the photos we don't want? In a lot of cases, we just have lots of the same thing, because memory is cheap. And because memory is cheap, it's now normal for a phone to have a minimum of about 64GB of storage. Taking out the amount used by the operating system of the phone, this leaves you with space to store thousands, literally thousands, of photos. So here's the thing. You have all the pictures, but the mobile screen isn't that big. Yes, it might have a nice retina display and stretch from corner to corner, but you want to see your pictures on a bigger screen. That's where the need to store the photo somewhere else comes in. I'm not going to talk about downloading photos to a computer hard drive, This podcast is about online storage, so what are your options? In my opinion, the first choice across iOS, Android and the web is Google Photos. It's an obvious choice, mainly because you get a whole lot of goodness for absolutely zero pennies. Some might argue that you're giving up your privacy, but if you use other Google services, then there's nothing else to lose. Google Photos lets you back up photos with a resolution up to 16 megapixels in size, completely free. You can also back up videos up to 1080p in resolution. When I checked, there are over 16,500 photos and videos in my account, and I don't normally spend very long looking at them. There is one aspect of the Google service that I love, the fact that on a given date, Google will show me photos of that day in history. 
It's wonderful when suddenly I'm seeing pictures of the children from eight, nine, ten years ago, or photos from a recent holiday or an event. And because this is Google, searching is a breeze. Look up a date, search for a place, find a landmark, search for photos with the colour blue or red or green or yellow, you get the idea, and they will be displayed. You can create albums and you can share these albums or individual photos with whoever you like. You can also create a shared album so other people can add their pictures to them too. I should also mention there are basic photo editing capabilities as well. To crop, add a filter. Want to create a movie from your photos? No problem. It's definitely my go-to app when I've spent a day taking pictures. Then it's just a case of deleting the pictures on my phone to free up space. It should go without saying that since the photos are attached to my Google account, I can view them wherever I can access Google. For Apple users, there's also iCloud Photos. With this switched on, then any photo or video you take are automatically backed up to your iCloud account, making them accessible across all your Apple devices. However, the big drawback is that these are not free and count towards your storage quota. Whilst the included free storage is 5GB, you'll soon eat into this and may end up spending 79p, yes, a whole 79 pence per month, to get an additional 50GB of storage. It's very simple to use, but the 5 gig limit puts me off from using it. If you're an Amazon Prime member, then you could use their Amazon Photos app. This also offers unlimited free uploads of full resolution photos and 5 gigabytes of videos. And they also have a This Day recollection too. And there's a Family Vault where you can share photos. I use this as a duplicate for Google, although it's relatively new, so there are only about 5,500 photos stored in there, which is equivalent to 10 gigabytes. Other online options include Box, Dropbox and Flickr. Flickr is more reserved for professional photography and offers a huge one terabyte of storage space. I do have a Flickr account, but I do rarely use the service. As you might have concluded yourself, Google Photos is the clear winner when it comes to online photo storage. It's easy to use, has a mass of features, with more constantly being developed and most importantly, it is free to use. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you have any questions about online photo storage or anything else, then please get in touch via Twitter at ProdMatters. Don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to podcasts. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember, productivity matters.